0: My name's James Troopany, and we're back with another tournament. I was unsure whether I was going to do this or not, or do the N1, um, but the N1's already started and I didn't have time to watch all the matches, so we might have a bit of an update on the N1 as we go, and if I get a chance to watch any, but today we're going to start with the G1. We're going to stick with the G1, because it's the biggest tournament, we cover it every year. Last year we covered the first ones with the Todays, because... Generally speaking, a lot of the Troopany Show crew just don't have the time to record during the week anymore, unfortunately. So we'll see how that goes. It's hard to believe it's been a year since we started doing this, and we've done today at the G1. We did today at Best of Super Juniors and today at World Tag League, and we also did today at the New Japan Cup. So that was earlier in the year when Christy came and joined me for that. And it's been a fun ride, so I thought we'd do it again. We're kind of go back to the old school format format of 10-minute blast not going in depth, we're just going to go through the results and explain the matches and see what we thought of them and we start with Yujiro Takahashi defeating Ko Ibushi in 11 minutes and 31 seconds Ibushi looked out of sorts through this, through most of the matches you would imagine if he loses to Yujiro Takahashi uh, but it didn't look like the dominating reigning championship performance you kind of think about it was fun it was a good laugh to watch And Yujiro Takahashi is actually a far better wrestler than he lets on most of the time And he had an opportunity to stretch his legs. It wasn't like, you know, Ricky Steamboat versus Ric Flair or anything. never was going to be. But it told the accurate story of the fact that Ibushi has not got Yujiro's number. And if he hasn't got Yujiro's number, whose number has he got? So that sets him up for the tournament, working from behind. And puts Yujiro at the top of block A, having beaten his opponent in the fastest time possible. This was the second shortest match on the card. Um, uh, well, second choice match on the show we started off with Sho defeating Rayo Iowa uh, one of the new rookies from the from the uh, dojo and I was amazed that he didn't just murder him so um, I didn't watch that match to be honest with you because we're trying to get to the G1 matches but yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch this match and to watch Yujiro actually get a chance to win a match against a major opponent and have a great match it wasn't going to be a great match but it was good, Pieta a lot of work on the outside for her, which is unusual, but she did a cracking job in her usual distraction mode, and I really enjoyed this. We went on to the second match, which was Great Okan versus Tangaloa. 17 minutes and 45 seconds of a match that did not drag at all. I know it, there's two lads who are big hitters, let's be honest, and Tangaloa now looks like he's favourite for the wooden spoon. He's probably going to finish dead last and might get a win over somebody unexpected, but I doubt it. As a result of that, you know, Great Okan has got an incredible amount of poise for someone who's only been up a mid-card wrestler for just under a year. And he's done an astounding job in that year to make his presence known. 17 minutes and 45 seconds was probably a little long for these two, but they didn't waste their time. They got on with it and they told a good story and it wasn't boring. I was thoroughly entertained throughout this entire match. And it sets Okan up as the big monster of this particular A block. And um, yeah, well worth the price of admission. I think Tangelo is going to have a fun run in this. He's, as someone pointed out, I think it was Kevin Kelly pointed out on commentary, Gray Okan has had more single matches this year than Tangelo has had in his career. Which <laughs> should tell you how much he's kind of been maligned as a singles wrestler. But he knows what he's doing and it's fun to watch. It, you know, New Japan can't be full of great matches all the time. Or you won't recognise when the great matches are going to happen. So that was that, and this was this, and yeah, it was fine. Toro defeated Kenta, taking his win back from last year. Uh, in And we have the return of the Supreme Master Fief, which was good. Um, I, I like GBH Yano, but I could, couldn't do with him all the time. He's a bit in your face, and I like things a bit more relaxed than that. And this was a tale of the tape, if you will, and a callback to last year's match where Kenta won. By taping Torriano to the entranceway. In this particular case. Uh, Torriano managed to get taped up. And managed to win. With a small package. Even though his arms were taped together. Which is quite remarkable. And I think Torriano is a far better wrestler than anyone gives him credit for. Just for making that work and selling it properly. To be honest with you. This was great. It was it was fun. You know I expected it to be amazing. But yeah. It was actually a lot of fun. It's nice to get, get Escapolo um, back for this tournament because it adds some light relief because these are heavy going matches the first two matches were pretty serious especially with Yujiro losing so the fans needed something to break the monotony of just like power move after power move because this is big lads wrestling of the highest order speaking of which Zack Sabre Jr. defeats Tetsuya Naito in 27 minutes and 5 seconds probably not an upset given the fact that they're currently about level pegging when it comes to booking and NATO um probably isn't gonna win this tournament, I don't think. I think he's still resting, and I think they still want to kind of like use him as break glass in case of emergency should whoever's champion not draw. Plus Shingo is doing pretty well as champion at the moment, so they probably want to give him room. So they've kind of demoted him within LIJ, and in this case pretty much this was a this was a valiant effort, but he never looked in charge of this match. Much in the same way as Ibushi never looked in charge of um, Ujuro, uh, NATO never seemed to have an advantage over Zach Save Jr. He did, but didn't for long. Zach has his number, he had him beat from the first opening bell. It got in NATO's head, and that's generally speaking where things come undone for NATO as far as the story is concerned. This was outstanding. Uh, the guys at Cage Match give it 8.4, and I have a hard time disagreeing with them. Possibly match of the tournament so far until half an hour later. 27 minutes and 56 seconds later when Shingo Takagi beat Tomohiro Ishii in an ungodly match these two hit each other incredibly hard we had had bruises and knocks and bangs and swelling hands and forearms and botched moves and it was still the best match I've seen so far this year (coughs) Takagi is kind of rehabilitating the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship it's still as ugly as sin and but he has managed to be the guy that Kotrabuchi could not be in the sense of he's carried the title to some sense of gravitas, which it still looks like a god awful trinket nobody wants, and it is still the cursed belt because Kotoribushi ended up with all sorts of health issues after having it. Will Ospreay had to retire because of health issues or retire his championship run because of the health issues involved with it, and Shingo Takagi ended up with Covid. So it's still a cursed belt nobody wants, um, but Shingo Takagi has started to make people understand why they should want it. And that's his job at the minute. He's the safe pair of hands that was the ace at Dragon Gate for such a long time, and he's kind of ideally placed to steady the ship. He's a Bret Hart for the 2010s, if you will. And he did a cracking job here with Ishii. Ishii does not have bad matches with anyone who's any good, and Shingo is incredibly good, so therefore it was going to be a barn burner. And they threw the kitchen sink at one another. There was all sorts of neat little tricks in this to make it less about um, their regular moves because they've already thrown the kitchen sink at each other in last year's G1. I think it was the second to last night when Ishii started picking up points. And he beat Shingo. And the third story was here, he didn't want to go behind early in the tournament like he did last year and had no chance by the time they got to the end and just had the big wins, which he didn't want. He wanted to be able to put enough points together to get to the final. And here with Takagi, he was trying to beat him big. He really was trying to go after him and get the job done, but he couldn't quite make it. He pulled off all sorts of things. A power, bo- a crucifix power bomb He'd never done that before. He did went back to the superplex and did it off the top rope, even though he couldn't quite get him up. There was all sorts of twists and turns to this story, which sets it up for anything you want to do in the future, and I think there might be a title shot in it for Ishi down the line. Shingo could wangle that I think. You know, he pushed me to the limit and he nearly beat me. I, I think he deserves a title shot and I think lots of people would want to see Ishii. He hasn't had an IWGP heavyweight championship slot since he faced Kenny Omega nearly two years ago. Well over two years ago. I think he would be the ideal man for this particular job to give Shingo some New Japan veteran rub, even though, you know, Ishii isn't a new Japan guy either. So that's where we are. And that was a hell of a start to the G1 Climax. I'll be back tomorrow with Today at the G1. <laughs> my name is James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show's Troopany Show on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook, Troopany Show, as well as Patreon, where you can keep all of the Troopany Show stuff for free forever for everyone. Hope you've enjoyed today's little short roundup coverage. The idea is, if you haven't seen the results, you know what to do, and you can you can catch up the tournament and get my insights We'll probably have a big wrap-up on the G1 final day, but we'll be doing today at the G1 for the rest of the tournament. Take care, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye!